Hello, my name is Diana Castro and you're watching Leaders with a Mission and today I have a treat. Well, this woman is someone that I really want you to meet and I'll tell you why in a second. So let me tell you who she is. Her name is Michelle Villalobos and she is on a mission to activate influencers, leaders and superstars to amplify their business and increase their impact from a place of alignment. She's a multi-passionate entrepreneur that gets to play and lead as a mentor, a speaker, a creator of many forms of self-expression like online courses, retreats, books, and many, many other things. And to me, she's a transformation catalyst. So with you, Michelle Villalobos. Thank you, Deanna. I'm excited to be here. Thank you so much for taking the time. I know like, there were so many things coming and you still made it and you came from all the way from Texas. So thank you so much. Oh, it's an honor and a, and a pleasure. I don't know if you know this, but the first ever, ever Leaders with a Mission um, with Bipila, when I asked her, who is someone who inspires you? Your name was mentioned among Simon Sinek and Mary Forleo. <laughs> <laughs> so I just want you to know that because that it comes full circle. So thank you. And let's, let's dive in. Let's dive in. Awesome. So I know that the, the first time I met you was at the women, um, at the, what is it? Success? The Women's Success Summit. Yeah. The, that was the first time. And funny enough, um, I met Bipila from your events because I was actually, um, I purchased a spot so I could have my TV with my videos and she came by and she got my card and that's how I met her. So you were actually the intersection between her and me and look what just happened. You know, the, the world is magical in that space, but that was the time that I met you. And I feel like a lot has happened since then. <laughs> you think? <laughs> so I wonder if you want to share with us a little bit of that magic of yeah. what has happened since then. So much. Um, I feel like not just a new person, but like many new people were created along the way since that moment. I mean, at that time in my life, I was, I was struggling actually in a lot of ways. I didn't, I don't think I would have known that or known how to share that or express that at the time. But in hindsight, with the contrast of who I am now and how my life is now, I look back and and sometimes I I have to, I almost feel sorry for that version of me. She was in pain. She was in a lot of pain, and she was trying, like I think a lot of us do, to fill that pain or ease that pain by achieving more. I had this story, belief, behavior, strategy that I had developed through my life that. If you just achieve more, you'll be happy. Make more money, get more status, have more significance, be more admired. And, and I thought that if I just could get more of that, if I could just have those things, those outcomes, then my life would be good. Then it would be good. Then I would have what I wanted. And it, it, it didn't work that way. And what happened is in that perpetual chase, I lost myself. And the year that you came to the Women's Success Summit, I believe, was right in the midst of the most intense part of that transformation. You know, I was really trying to understand who am I? Why am I here? What am I up to? You know, and I was realizing that I was really out of alignment with my true self. But I had built such a 
persona around being this other person that I didn't know how to get out. And it took a massive breakdown of what I call my dark night of the soul, where everything fell apart, my health, I was engaged to be married, my business, it all had to kind of crack open, come crumbling down so that I could reorganize from really from like, from emptiness almost, from like my mentor, one of my mentors, Nani Leia Diamond, who, you know, she calls it putting it all on the altar, where I finally just said, I I give up. Yes. Not like I gr- give up, but like I, I'm going to die or, you I know, surrender. Like, but I surrender. That was it. It was a surrender. It was like, what would you have me do? Like it had to take, the universe had to like this. Okay, no, that one. Okay, this. Got it. And then this. Until you were like stripped out of everything that you had put on. Every mask had to be like ripped out. Got it. Indeed. Oh God. And so that gave me, it was almost like all the things I feared the most happened all at once. I was embarrassed. I was, you know, betrayed. I was rejected. I was you know, unsuccessful, like you know, all the things that I had built around myself to protect myself from ever feeling bad had to happen so that I could really feel bad. So that you could dive in. And I cracked, I, what I say is that my heart cracked open and I felt the pain of that moment. And then I felt the pain of the decades and decades that I'd spent stuffing down my emotions, not showing pain, not 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 honoring and acknowledging the breadth and bandwidth of life and trying to live in this narrow, like rainbows and unicorns, I'm good, I'm happy, I'm successful, you know, kind of thing. It's like, oh, you know, it had to happen so that I could just, blah, you know. I, <laughs> <laughs> what comes to me is about two or a year ago, like kind of like when um, after the pandemic, uh, going to see again, Bipila, if you're watching this, like we're mentioning here. And she said, Oh my God, you have to meet up with Michelle. And I was like, Why? What happened? She's I know like, Michelle. I, know I was like, I is. know how she, yeah, I know <laughs> Michelle. And she's like, She's an old person. And I was like, Oh, nice. And she's like, No, no, no. Like, I mean it. I really mean it. She's, she's transformed. And I was like, Oh, that's really cool. And Because the women that I remember was just like, strategy, strategy, go, 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 go forward. And at that point, also in, in, in our journey of entrepreneurship, it was like, I need that. Like at that point, it was like, oh my God, I so want to do that. And at that time, the universe was not aligned for that to happen. I was like, I so need someone to help me like get direction because you ooze this um, authority of understanding business in a way that that is very deep like you see things in a different light and I think that's still your magic that hasn't left you and the human that showed up for that was in a different energy it was in a different vibe um the woman I get to witness now is is more flow it's more um it's more fun it's more play it's It's more truth. It's more love. More love. So, um, so I love that transition. So, tell me what happened. Like, what was the thing that brought you back to center? Like, what was that process? What happened in that transition? Well, there were a lot of things, and I would say that 
if I really think about it, like the ma- the main catalyst, and you've talked about this before on the show, was I found a mentor. And, and I'd had mentors before, but never one like this. Uh, his name's Jake. And Jake was 15 years younger than me, you know, whippersnapper. Um, and he was spiritual and I was not. I was a self-avowed atheist. I was very business, science, all the things. And I, but there's something about, I think my higher self, my soul was drawn to Jake and his energy. And so he took me on. He, he, he really saw something in me. He saw the power that you mentioned, like the strategy and the brains. And I always had that, but he also could see my potential of like my soul and my heart, which I didn't really share much. And so he came in and when we started working together, he operated from the inside out. And he wouldn't give me permission. He wouldn't allow me to do it any other way. I, oh, and I would go to him. This happened for like years, a couple of years, where I would go to our meetings with like notebook and pen and, okay, what's the strategy and blah, blah, blah. And he'd be like, uh, put the pen away, put the notebook away. This is not about strategy. This is about you. And, and he would, you know, and I'd be like, Jake, but I really need to figure this out and this out and this out. And he was like, Michelle, are you meditating? And I'd be like, ugh, no. <laughs> He's like, and finally, he, he, he actually put a standard where he was like, if you're not, I'm not going to keep meeting with you because it's a waste of my time. And I was like, okay, maybe I'll start meditating, you know? <laughs> I started doing that work. So really what transformed, I mean, I would say Jake was the catalyst and the work was to go in rather than to operate from the outside, the strategy, the circumstances, the market, the opportunity. It was to start with my own energy, my own peace of mind, my own alignment. Um, yeah, and taking responsibility. That was another thing because there was a lot of victim in me. With what happened and the breakdown and all that, there was a betrayal that happened. There was a lot of blame. There was a lot of shame. There was a lot of finger pointing out. And what he helped me do was point the finger in and be like, oh, I created this. I'm, not, you know, I didn't, you know, go out and ask for this situation, but ultimately I created it. And, and, and we don't want to get into all the ways that I did that, but I did. Mm-hmm. And I believe that we create everything, actually. But from a higher soul level, now I have the perspective that everything around me is created for me, for my growth, for my expansion, especially the hard times, especially the difficult stuff. And so I now have a completely per- different perspective. Like looking back, I see that I needed that experience. I needed to have the breakdown. It was the best thing that ever happened to me. And I never would have had that shift and awakening were it not for the work I did with, with Jake and then other mentors. Then I started to really pursue a spiritual path and mix that together with the strategy. As you're saying that, what keeps coming back to me is... <sighs> for most general, we are thought to do, 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 so that we can get to the half, right? Yep. And what I'm hearing is be, be, do, half. Like, who are we being so that we can do, so that we can have? And in the strategy of, I need to have first. For example, I need to have, 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 then I'll do, and then I'll be. Like, we, we mix them up in a way that, no matter how many things we can do, if there's no alignment, they're going to 
like things are not going to stick. No, no. And that's what would happen. Like I would have to be always working to create a new outcome because the outcomes that I would create would, would, I would lose clients. I would, it's not sustainable. It's not sustainable. It's not. It's really about be first. And then from the place of being what you were saying, you do certain things differently. And then at the end you have, but I was operating from do have be. If I just keep working, if I just keep strategizing, if I stay up later, if I do another thing, if I don't take a vacation, right? And all these things were very draining on my heart, my soul, my body. And so, yeah, you you got it. That's it. So, okay, this happened. Now, how this new human, how this new version of you has been evolving? Because I feel like you said there has been so many re-irritations, re like version 0.5, So, and we keep evolving as humans. So what has changed? What have you created now? What, what's happening in the present times? Mm, in the, in the present time, you know, it's, it's been eight years or yeah, eight years now almost since that breakdown. And that wasn't my first, by the way, <laughs> but from that I'm one, it's been, <laughs> <laughs> and so what, the, so first I'll speak kind of theoretically or philosophically. I believe that it's, when I imagine our development, my development, our development, I think of a spiral mm -hmm. upwards. You've heard me talk about this. I call it the identity spiral. And the idea is that from this current version of me, right, I have maybe something that I, that I want to create in the world, right? Or something that I want to experience, something I want to create. And so I, I fix my sights on this, this vision. And I create a plan of action for that vision. I, I do the work. And as I do that, things come up, what Nanilea calls initiations, which are like being presented or confronted. Tell me about it. <laughs> yeah. We're being presented and confronted with what another friend of ours, Marianne, calls opportunities to strengthen intention, which are like roadblocks, obstacles, challenges, all the things. In the process of facing those, we develop new skills. We become a new person. We establish new standards. We, we create some boundaries. We reorganize agreements. And in that process, we become a new person, 2.0. And then that new person probably has a new vision or at least an evolved version of the vision. And so again, we set our sights we, we, and then we, we start to do the thing. We do the work, we do the face, the initiations and we become a version 3.0. And what I see is as long as we keep optimizing for alignment, meaning optimizing for truth, truth and alignment to truth, then we'll be on an upward trajectory. And that upward trajectory, it's what the way I see it is almost like there's a version of me that's infinity version, my highest self. And that version is pulling me towards her, you know, and, 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 and I have access to the wisdom of that version that I can pull in at any moment. And so the work is, is to just constantly come back to what is true? What is true in this moment? What's alignment? What's aligned? What is aligned with my values, with my, with my life force energy, with being connected to mama earth, you know, what's aligned with my vision, what's aligned with the, my, my heart, the, my, my desires, which is another thing, right? Like not to get off on another tangent, but, but <laughs> part of the big work has been just even connecting to desire as something good rather than trying to like, oh, I shouldn't want that or I can't have that. But like, ooh, why is my, why am I feeling called to this? So you ask what I'm up to right now. It's like, I'm in art, artist mode. 
you know, I'm in creator mode. I'm, I'm, I'm loving the mentoring that I'm doing with our community and I'm finding fuel in creation. I'm writing a children's book right now and just doing these fun things. It's like, why? I don't know why, but I'm feeling called. So I'm going to follow that curiosity, follow, follow that the energy. golden thread, follow the free energy. Where's their free energy is a big question in my life and the question that I help my clients tap into too. It's like, what's, what's percolating, right? What's available? What's fun? What's joyful? Those are always good threads to follow. And the beautiful thing is that it feels to me that once we are listening to that, we start, we go and flow. Like, yeah. it's like we just, we follow or calling, we follow the energy that takes us to the next big thing, which is just such a beautiful thing. So let me ask you a question, yeah. which is part of kind of how we, we roll here in um, Leaders with a Mission is, what is your personal definition to leadership? Oh, wow. Hmm. My personal definition of leadership, I would say it, it's about aligning. So I have, a, I have an, a model, I have an image in my head. And you've seen this image. It's in the center of the image is a star. Everything I do is yeah. about superstar and stars. And so I imagine leadership as a star. And in the very center of the star, the thing that gives the star energy and heat, warmth, love, if you will, is knowing oneself and one's heart, right? And so aligning to like, who am I in really? Truth. In truth, like my personality, what do I love to do? What do I not love to do? Not when I'm trying to please anybody else, but like when I come back to home base, who am I? And then I see the the top, you know, kind of peak of the star going north, going up is is like purpose, north star, aligning to what's higher and bigger than just me. It's the two arms, which I'll come back to, and then the two legs of the star. One leg into the earth is our values, like what grounds me in truth and in my principles and what I care about, what matters. And the other leg is grounding in mother earth, like life force energy, physical care, sleeping, eating beautiful food and, and that. So those are the two legs into the earth. And then the two arms, one reaching into the past and one reaching into the future. And the one reaching into the path is like past is the healing of the old stories, the old wounds, the old hurts and all of that. So creating empowering stories about the past and then the other hand reaching into the future of vision of like, what am I creating in the world? What am I seeing? What am I working towards? And so I see leadership as all of that on, you know, in alignment and sending energy out into the world. And that energy that gets sent out, that love, that life force energy, that heat, that warmth, that light is our signal. Like every star, I don't know if you know this, but every star sends out a signal of light and every single one is different, just like fingerprints. They're all unique. So I see that as our, our signal that we send out into the world that, that touches and resonates with people and calls people back to us. That's leadership. The calling back to come to me, as Nani Lea talks about, right? <laughs> come to me signal. And from that come to me, there's collaboration, there's partnership, there's this, that we're creating a bigger signal together than either one of us would create alone. That's leadership. And we amplify each other's signal. You amplify mine, I amplify yours, right? And that's leadership. That, 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 that alignment, 
to expression, to attraction, to amplification. I love it. I feel like what I heard was integration of your purpose, your future, your past, and self-care and grounding to values from a place of truth. Yes. Oh my God, that's beautiful. Thank you for that. And the last question here is, what books, what leaders, what feeds your soul to nourish that that leader within? I read about a book a week, if not more than that. I am, I love to learn. And I am, gosh, I mean, there's been, there have been so many, I'd say a few that top of mind, Elizabeth Gilbert's Big Magic is a book that really touched my heart and my soul around being a creator, being an artist. That was a big one. Um, on the business side, I love Mike Michalowicz and everything that he does. I think he's fun. He's funny. He's handsome. Um, He wrote a book called Profit First, which really influenced how I handle money and abundance. Um, Oh, gosh, I'm trying to think of, oh, uh, The Twelve Stages of Healing by Donald Epstein, which we've done a lot of work around. That's a big one. Another one that's really popular now in our crew is Busting Loose from the Money Game. It's all about the the holographic universe we live in and how we can influence our reality by influencing our energy first. Just there's so many amazing. Alison Armstrong with tapping into feminine energy and feminine power. I I know I'm forgetting people that later I'm going to (laughs) regret. And I mean, those are just a few. Yeah. I mean, we can be here forever because if you're reading one a week. I'm reading a lot. Um, And what's next for Michelle Biello? Well, I'm really excited. I I um I had a, a a fever a few months ago. Woke up in, early in the morning with a song stuck in my head, a, an original song, like a little phrase. And I woke up and I wrote it down. And then I kept writing and I wrote this poem that you've heard. And it's like 22 stanzas rhyming, very Dr. Seuss style. Put it away and then just felt inspired to do something with it found an illustrator on Upwork. She's in Germany. She's put these illustrations together. It's now coming into becoming a, a children's book for adults. And it's the, it's my story, but written, you know, in a fantastical, magical way. That. It's a story about that. rock bottom, dark night of the soul, cracking open, and then finding a new vision, a new life, and the opportunity in that and the beauty in that. I love it. Thank you so much. Thank you for taking the time to be here. Thank you for holding space. Um, I think one of the things that really attracted me to you was this idea that there was no fixing to be done, that I was allowed to be as I came, and that um, there was permission for the highs and the lows and everything in between. And That is something that I truly value and appreciate about your leadership. So thank you so much. I so appreciate you. And thank you so much. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) And um, let us know, where can people find you? Where can we, where can more people, like how can I share you to the universe and the galaxy and everything in between? I would say probably the best place is YouTube. That's where I'm pouring a lot of my creative energy, my strategies, my ideas. And it's been a couple years now. So we've gotten to the place where I'm starting to play with it a lot more and do some different videos. But I do strategy on there, like spiritual 
conversations about alignment with business. And I think YouTube would probably be the best place. You can just search Michelle Villalobos or Superstar Activator. Find me on YouTube. And then there's always superstaractivator.com. Beautiful. Thank you so much. I love you. I love you too. <laughs> and for those of you who are looking to lead from a place of alignment and would like to share your mission with the world, I'm going to invite you to visit us at fourproductions.com where you can get free resources and sign up to our email list so that you can receive beautiful um, emails with information like this and much, much more. Thank you so much. And I'll see you in the next one.